Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. On the line with us right now is John McLaughlin of McLaughlin Associates. He's a fantastic pollster. John, I just want to alert you who's in studio. We have Craig Eaton, Tony Carbonetti, and Judge Weinberg, and myself, Lydia. So, um... Trump, he's been blasting that polling that shows DeSantis surging. Um, what I mean, I guess that we're getting ahead of ourselves. What, what are you hearing? Well, we just did a poll and we posted it. And, uh, it, you know, I've seen and you're comparing polls, some of these media polls where they they're in opposition to Trump. It's apples to oranges. They're not the same polls. This is a technical point. There's 258 million eligible voters in the United States. In 2020, we had a record 160 million come out, but that's still almost 100 million difference. So when you see a poll and it says adults and it says registered voters, it's really of the 258 million, many of whom are not going to vote. And the reason the media does that is to dilute the Trump support. Now, we do a monthly poll where we do a thousand likely voters, which means it it's more expensive. You had to take more contacts to get the likely voters. And among the likely voters of those who are nationally uh, Republicans or independents who will vote in Republican primaries, 61 percent tell us they want Trump to run again. And if he runs again, they say they'll support him 77 to 19. And a field of 13 candidates, he's ahead at 48 percent with 23 percent for uh uh, for DeSantis, everybody else in single digits. By the way, Trump is up a point and DeSantis down four from the November 8th number we had. And one-on-one, Trump leads DeSantis 58 to 36. And when we asked him who's better positioned to beat Joe Biden in 2024, uh, Trump or you prefer somebody else, it's Trump 59, 36 someone else. So those media polls who ask, do you want somebody who's like Donald Trump but not Donald Trump to run? And then they ask who's going to whether you support Trump or, or DeSantis. They're coaching the answer in already a diluted sample that's against Trump. And look, I went through this in 2016 where they where we were saying Trump could win. It's a very close election. Trump could win, and he won in 2016 by 78,000 votes out of 139 million cast. And and when you look at the battleground states that decided the race in 2020. He lost by 44,000, and we were saying it was going to be close again. So, you know, the media polls that sandbagged us going into the 2020 race and going into the 2016 race, they're back doing what they can to stop Donald Trump from running again, and people shouldn't be fooled by it. So right now he's still the guy to beat in the Republican primary. And it's not just that poll. Mark Penn, who was Clinton's pollster at, at uh, Harvard-Harris poll, they they say the same thing. So it's uh, they got Trump ahead in the field by virtually the same number. John, this so is Craig, gotta... John, this is Craig Eaton. I have a quick yeah. question for you. So today, mm-hmm. or yesterday, the committee came down and referred criminal charges against Trump. Does that mm-hmm. hurt or help Trump in future polling? I mean, you have a lot of people that are going to look at it, and it's going to bolster them and say, "We want Trump even more now because the the country is coming after him. The, the weaponization, the weaponization of the government mm-hmm. and the FBI and everyone else." Or does it hurt him? What's your opinion on that? It actually hurts him. I mean, I mean, helps him. Pardon me. It hurts yeah, that's him. what I was thinking. He hurts himself. It helps him because you saw his numbers went up after the raid of Mar-a-Lago. And after each phony impeach- impeachment, his numbers went up and his base solidifies. And it's not about now, granted, the president announced that he was going to run again, but he hasn't campaigned out in the stump since, 
you know, the election. But uh, but when the Democrats refer to this and it's phony and people now are seeing the Twitter files, by the way, in this poll that we just did, only 39 percent of all voters are, said they were aware of the Twitter file story. Fifty percent of the Republicans, 37 uh, percent of the independents, 30 percent of the Democrats. The mainstream media is not carrying the story because it's really damning to them because you go back. They're complicit. Yes. And you go back to October 2020. They suspended free speech for the president of the United States. They suspended freedom of the press for The New York Post. And they interfered. The FBI, now you can see these emails that Elon Musk has put out. They interfered in the in the election there. And by the way, Elon Musk is getting attacked by the press because in the same poll that we just did, he's 43 favorable, 40 unfavorable. So they're attacking him for buying Twitter. And the, the, to the extent when the truth gets out, it, it's like when you ask when you ask the voters about, um, you know, what they've seen or read about Elon Musk releasing Twitter files from October 2020 about the laptop. Agree or disagree that Twitter and big tech and uh, work with the FBI uh, and the Democrat National Committee and the Biden campaign to censor the New York Post story on Hunter Biden and violate the freedom of press. They agree, 53-17. But that, you're giving them a lot of information in that question. And when you ask them about, do you believe Joe Biden and his family are compromised because they've accepted millions of dollars from interest in Russia, China, and Ukraine, they say yes, 54 to 30. So... There's a real there's a real problem for Biden. And you're watching the Democrats do everything they can to stop Kevin McCarthy from getting a majority that's going to issue subpoenas on Biden, on the president and and Hunter Biden, because, uh, you know, the corruption. John, but that's exactly why this group of five Republicans need to step back and support McCarthy, because otherwise the House Republicans cannot organize themselves, cannot form committees, cannot hire staff, and get the subpoenas out and start the investigative hearings. They're making a yeah. terrible mistake. What say you? Yeah, but by the way, whatever their reasons are, those Republicans, they probably have something something really important to Power. them that they want to get from. They yeah, want to yeah. Get I mean, it's a negotiating ploy. Let's call it what yeah. it is. The five of them get together. They, you can't do it without us. So right. here's the list of what I want. Yeah, and, and that's what, by the way, I just went through this. With Netanyahu, he just got elected right. prime minister. We, we've become and, a parliamentary system now. That's, that's it. Yeah, and, and it's like, you, and everybody's like, oh, do you think he'll form a government? I said, yeah, because otherwise these guys won't have any power. At what price is the job. question? So, right. So there's a negotiation. But guess what? They will they will get come together. McCarthy will be sworn in as speaker. And then those subpoenas will go. But the Democrats, in the meantime, between now and then, the Democrats are going to do everything they can, including this phony kangaroo court referral, because that January 6th committee, there were no Trump supporters on it. It was a it's a, it's totally a, it was packed, totally packed with it was packed with people that hate that, him. Forget about that, supporters. That, but that was so obvious him. from the first from the first hearing. You just flipped it Political off and said, theater, I can't yeah. watch this. It truly yeah, was way, a kangaroo court. You started the show with Professor Dershowitz. Professor Dershowitz by no means is a conservative. He's a civil libertarian, but he believes in freedom and free speech like the rest of us and individual rights. And what's scary is that when Congress can start doing this, yeah. where where they, they get the Justice Department to target the president of the United States, and if they – you know, Merrick Garland's already appointed a, a, a special counsel on this – if they try to indict him and bring him to a trial in New York or Washington where they'll get a very hostile uh, jury to the president, to President Trump, that is, 
I mean, that's that's really scary because that's what they do in these and you know that's what they do in Russia and China. China, you read about G prosecuting his enemies and stuff. I mean, uh, uh, it's in China you've got Catholic bishops and you got this guy, uh, you know, Jack Lew or whatever his name is. Is, is he's he's they're in prison because they spoke out against the government. And here, if you're an enemy of Joe Biden and you know you're looking at his corruption. They're going to investigate you, and they're going to try to drive you out of business. And now you got, you know, eighty-seven thousand IRS agents coming on board. So if they can't get you with the FBI, they'll get you with the IRS. That's why you need McCarthy to be the leader of the uh, the House to not fund it. Yes, exactly, and that's why one of the biggest mistakes that the Republicans are doing right now, the Senate. Going along with this continuing resolution and not make, being able to make changes to the budget for a year, that, that's in September in a national poll, the re- voters said they wanted the Republicans to reduce spending to cut inflation, 71 to 14. That but was they didn't elect enough Republicans. But no, they didn't run on it. They didn't try to stop spending before the election. It was a great issue. And the Republicans, when they took the House in 2010. Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.